What's Shaking Fire Nation? JLD here with an audio masterclass on asking for riches. In Fire Nation, to drop these vibe bombs, I brought Mark Victor Hansen and Crystal Dwyer Hansen to rock the mic. Mark is best known as co-author for the Chicken Soup for the Soul book series and brand, setting world records in book sales. With over 500 million books sold, Mark moved into the international spotlight as a sought-after keynote speaker and entrepreneurial marketing maven, creating a stream of successful people who have created massive success for themselves through Mark's unique teachings and wisdom. Crystal is an international speaker, researcher, corporate consultant, author, and entrepreneur. Her expertise is in the field of human potential. Through her year spent as a transformational life coach and wellness nutrition expert, she has guided people to experience profound and lasting transformation in relationships, career, health, and wellness by tapping into their own inner resources. In Fire Nation, today we'll be talking all about how to become a good asker. Mark and Crystal's favorite stories from their new book, Ask, and so much more when we get back from thanking our sponsors. Looking for a business coach who has helped thousands of entrepreneurs just like you to increase your profitability by an average of 104% per year, all for less money than it would cost to hire a full-time minimum wage employee? Schedule your free consultation today with Clay Clark, a former Small Business Administration Entrepreneur of the Year at thrivetimeshow.com slash fire. Thrivetimeshow.com slash fire. Would you be fired up with an e-commerce business generating 10K per month? Well, today's sponsor, Quantify, wants to help you get there. Quantify provides end-to-end e-commerce training and support, and if you're accepted into their partner program, your success and revenue is guaranteed. Apply today at quantify.com. That's Q-W-A-N-T-I-F-Y dot com. Mark Crystal, say what's up to Fire Nation and share something interesting about yourself that most people don't know. I think most people don't know that I wanted my ideal mate, my twin flame soulmate, and I wrote down 267 (laughs) values, virtues, characteristics that I wanted by asking myself, what would that perfect woman be like? And I discovered Crystal. Crystal, nothing really too difficult to live up to. I mean, just 267 attributes. Right? I'm sure you have at least 250 of those 267. Well, right. Exactly. He claims that I had all of them, but he didn't tell me till after we were married. Thank God. I think of the pressure, right? I'm glad I didn't know. (laughs) So Crystal, what don't we know about you that people would find interesting? You know, I think most people don't know that I am from a family of um, 11 people, nine children, um, I am one of six girls. So growing up in uh, our household was just a very uh, interesting way to be socialized. And I have to tell you, John, I loved every minute of it. And my family, I'm so close to all my siblings. So I would recommend it to anyone who thinks they can handle um, raising nine children. <laughs> <laughs> that would definitely be in the minority these days. But uh, when I see it happen, I'm going to give those guys a wink and a nod and be like, you know what? If Crystal can do it, you can too. And Fire Nation, today we'll be talking about asking for riches because listen, it's all about the ask. And Mark, I want to start with you because a lot of people would just simply ride off into the sunset after a smash hit like Chicken Soup for the Soul. I mean, how do you follow something like that up? So what inspired you specifically to write the book, Ask? I think you got a right and a responsibility and an obligation to keep contributing and creating because 
Genesis 128 says you're made in the image and likeness. And it doesn't say go thou and retire because you're now a multimillionaire. Go thou and retire. You're 55, <laughs> 65, 72 and a half. And we say you don't get what you deserve. You get what you ask for. And we're saying, hey, look, there are three kind of asks. Ask yourself, ask others and ask God. And it it is working so blissfully well for us that we decided to write it. And then we did the research at all the universities like Harvard and Cambridge. And then we discovered 26 master askers and put that in the book. And we said, hey, wait a second, the world needs this and it'll help transform. Now, we didn't know COVID-19 was coming. Mm. And of course, the kind of letters we're getting in drove just like a chicken soup uh, in the old days, we're getting them and people are saying, my gosh, we've had monster change and you saved us from committing suicide again and again. So it's it's really working. So I'm, I am thankful I didn't retire. How's that? Uh, well, that's fantastic. And I really just love you, Fire Nation, who's listening right now to be able to understand that, hey, it's not about just having some goal, hitting that finish line and saying, you know what? I'm over, time to just check out and time to sit by the pool and and sit my ties. But no, it's continuing to give. It's continuing to ask. It's continuing to being part of this world that we live in and provide value. And Crystal, I don't know how much you know about my audience, which I lovingly refer to as Fire Nation, but they're made up of entrepreneurs, solopreneurs, small business owners. I mean, the people that move and shake this world. So what do you hope Fire Nation has for their biggest takeaways from this book? Well, I just hope they um, realize that there is nothing, no mechanism that exists um, that has the ability to reveal what is hidden, like asking. And that's why Mark and I decided to write an entire book about it. Um, Because when you're stuck, when you don't have answers, when you can't move forward, can't seem to move forward, when you're distraught, when the world seems to be falling apart and you don't have any answers, you always have questions. So if you're willing to take what we call the asking journey and start asking yourself, asking others and ask God, it is truly the only way that will get you from going from unstuck, from stuck to unstuck. And when you're at that dead end, it is like suddenly that road opens wide up when you start asking those questions. Take the asking journey. I love that phrase, Fire Nation. I hope you absorb the visual that Crystal painted there. And I mean, Mark, I'm sure you learned this long ago. It is difficult to follow Crystal anywhere as far as when she just shared what she shared. I mean, it's, it's, it's tough to live up to all that great content, but I'm going to make you try, brother. What do you want Fire Nation to take away from this book? I'll do that, but I got to comment on your comment. First of all, um, everyone sees her radiant beauty and just plucrotrudeness emanates <laughs> out of my beloved wife. And when they bring me on, because I've sold a half billion books, and they say, well, you're the hotshot. And then they listen to her, and they go, no, we're listening to her. It is true. It's true. It's true. Because she emanates of blissful wisdom and spiritual insight and, and understanding, all of which comes out of questioning. So in answer to your question, the value I want them to get is what I've taught. And you know, I've written seven major money books, like One Minute Millionaire, which is is number one in a lot of countries even. So um, like Vietnam, where we were before COVID. And and what happens is I define an entrepreneur in a way different than anybody else. They find a problem, fix it, scale it, and then make a vast profit. So if you're a solo entrepreneur, or if you've got a, a lot of employees, like at one time we were running a $100 million company with 387 employees. So I understand every one of those zones because I started out when I was bankrupt with nothing and have made myself something. So I respectfully understand and understand the entrepreneurial challenges from an insider's point of view. Mark, why? 
why do so many people have so much trouble asking for what they want? Why is that so difficult? We wrote in a book, and after all the research and meetings and interviews that we did, seven roadblocks. The first one is a sense of unworthiness. The second one is fear, right? Which is, Zig Ziglar used to say, it's false evidence appearing as real, and it's a one-way elevator going down. And then you got doubt and indecision, and then you've got excuseology, and then you've got uh, disconnectedness. And, and you know, any one of those can wipe us out. And all of us have some of them. And, and what we're saying is you got to have the courage nowadays to step in your fear and go forward. And what we're saying is our corporate symbol is a butterfly. You can't look at a, a caterpillar and predict cocoon, which is called a crystallis, and that we're going to go into high flight. And that's what I'm saying to every entrepreneur. You got to learn how to ask your way through each of these seven roadblocks. And we can go into any one of them in as much depth or as little as you want. Well, I do want to do that. These seven roadblocks, Fire Nation, unworthiness, fear, doubt, indecision, excusology. I love that. And then disconnectedness. Crystal, let's shift to you. Which one do you want to choose to dive a little bit into right now? You know, I think one of the most prevalent ones is unworthiness. It's it's the number one uh, roadblock that we listed. And that is just conditioning from our childhood that basically is telling us at some level all the time that we don't deserve better, that we're not enough. And it's really a problem because, you know, when we're born as children, we come into this world so beautiful, so uncorrupted and we're not ashamed to ask for anything. We want to know everything. We want to know who, we want to know what, when, where, why, right? We just have millions of questions because that's how we grow. That's how we experience life. That is how we evolve. And then we also aren't ashamed to ask for more. I mean, why not, right? Who wouldn't want more? And But what happens over time, John, is that you know, whether depending on how we were raised as children, our the parenting that, that we was done and the, the schools that we went to, our teachers, our mentors, um, jobs that we might have had in the past, we start to get shut down little by little. You know, we're told, oh, stop asking so many questions. I'm so tired of hearing it. Or, you know, do not talk. Don't ask questions unless you're called on. Or, you know, you're just invalidated in over and over again. And so that beautiful uh, natural desire that we're all born with starts to get crushed out of us. And it's a very sad thing because we don't realize it's happening. And suddenly we end up at this place as adults where we're literally ashamed that we don't know, already know everything. And we're afraid to let on that we don't have all the answers. And we're ashamed to ask for help. We're afraid of rejection. And so, you know, Mark and I, when we started putting this book together, we thought there's nothing more important, no more important message that we can share with the world than to help them learn to rekindle their ability to ask. And our goal is to create master askers. We want everyone to become a master asker because there's honestly no way you can reach your full potential if you're afraid to ask, if you're not willing to ask, if you're shut down from asking. And so we, we want everybody to take that journey with us. Um, and I can go into some of the other roadblocks if you'd like, John. I just wanted to <laughs> let you comment. No, that was fantastic. And Mark, as good of a job as you did building up Crystal, I mean, you still came up a little short here because that was just <laughs> phenomenal. I keep and- <laughs> hearing that. I'm okay. Because, Thank you. Listen, I co-wrote a book with her. She can be smarter than me, richer than me, and I still get half. So <laughs> oh, <that's- laughs> that, we, live, we live in a sense of joy and delight because- you know, when you're asking right, 
thinking right, talking right, you live right and get the right results right here and right now. And what I want to do is help everyone get out of this COVID part that is, we said, one of the roadblocks is fear and it shuts people down. And what we're saying is, hey, look, we're talking to entrepreneurs. In 1898, America was shut down. We had the first depression. Four things came out of it that you you know every one of them. The Wright brothers decided to fly a kitty hawk. A little guy named Edison decided we can have electricity and photography. Another guy named Henry uh, Ford said we can do this by asking and decide to have automobiles. Another guy said, hey, look, we can have uh, telephony, which is telephone communication, which has obviously evolved. But the same thing happened 29 to 39. And right now we're saying, hey, look, we're going to have breakthroughs that do 50 trillion, not billion, spelled with a T, just in America. And it's all going to be done by entrepreneurs who are listening right now. And what Crystal and I are doing is we're asking you to start asking yourself, ask others and ask God, how am I going to have these breakthroughs? How am I going to find this stuff? Because when you ask a question, you get illumination, you get insight, you get revelation, you get understanding, and, and you can't ask a question without doing it. Like everyone said, you said you were going to sell a million and a half in a year and a half books. Well, I did. And then I said, I'll sell 5 million and then 10 million and 15 million. And it's all because I asked bigger questions and I sold a half billion and I'm asking, how do I sell a billion? And a lot of people that are listening are going to go get our book, Ask the Bridge from Your Dreams to Your Destiny, and they're going to unveil their own asking journey. Fire Nation, value bombs have been dropped in these first 12 minutes. And if you think we're even close to done dropping value bombs, you've got another thing coming. As soon as we get back, more Crystal, more Mark. E-commerce is on fire and it isn't slowing down anytime soon. And I'm willing to bet you've at least considered e-commerce at one point on your entrepreneurial journey, but there's a lot that goes into it. The market research, dropship products and supplier sourcing, website design and development, marketing automation, advertising campaign development, the list goes on. Enter Quantify. With Quantify's partner program, you benefit from their years of experience and success. Quantify takes away the guesswork and your success is guaranteed. If you're accepted into their partner program, Quantify guarantees 10K a month in revenue at minimum. With Quantify, your success equals their success, so they work tirelessly to meet and exceed your expectations. How do they do this? Quantify provides comprehensive training and support, a dedicated full-time partner success manager, proven, profitable, and guaranteed results, and so much more. If you're ready to rock a real business that guarantees success and revenue, apply to become a Quantify partner today. The Quantify partner program is not for everyone. To see if you qualify, visit quantify.com and click the apply button. If you qualify, Quantify will reach out with next steps. That's Q-W-A-N-T-I-F-Y.com. Looking for a business coach who has helped thousands of entrepreneurs just like you to increase their profitability by an average of 104% per year, all for less money than it would cost to hire a full-time minimum wage employee? Fire Nation, meet Clay Clark. Clay has been coaching businesses just like yours since 2006. Yep, even through the Great Recession, and he does it for less money than it would cost to hire a full-time minimum wage employee. At a time when Inc. Magazine reports that by default, 96% of businesses will fail within 10 years, Clay is helping businesses like yours to grow on average by 104% annually. How's this even possible? Clay only takes on 160 clients, so he personally designs your business plan. Plus, Clay's team helps you execute that plan with access to graphic designers, Google certified search engine optimization, web developers, online ad managers, videographers, workflow mappers, and accounting coaches. Visit thrivetimeshow.com slash fire to see thousands of video testimonials from real people just like you who Clay has helped over the years. That's right. Do your research and view thousands, not hundreds, of proven, documented, and archived video testimonials from real people just like you at thrivetimeshow.com slash fire. 
thrivetimeshow.com slash fire. Then schedule your free consultation with Clay himself to see how he and his team can help you thrive. So Fire Nation, we're back and I just want to dive right into this, Mark, because this is important. I want to know how important it actually is to become a good asker. Break this down for us. It means everything because you, you, the crystal is going to go into it, but you got to ask, you know, where am I? Most importantly, after you know exactly where you are, because that's the front end of the GPS, then you decide, where do I want to go? And that's got to be detailed out. And most entrepreneurs say, well, I just want to make a lot of money, not clear enough. And then, you know, and then she's going to tell you, you got to go to the nth degree of what would you like to pull off if you could pull off all the magic and really have fundamental transformation and you become that metaphorical butterfly. Crystal, he's laid the platter for you. Let's feast. <laughs> well, one of the uh, roadblocks uh, that I just love is naivete. And it's something I think we all need to pay attention to, John, because it's sort of like we know what we know, but what don't we know? And I tell this story in the book about this Filipino lady who came to work for us when my daughters were just, they were born 16 months apart. So it was really crazy. But she was so lovely and she'd come and cook these you know, wonderful dishes from her homeland for us. And one day she shows up with this fruit and she cuts it up on a plate and she says, try this crystal. It's really great. And it was this orange juicy fruit. And I bit into it. And I'm like, Melda, what is this? This is delicious. I've never had this before. <laughs> and she goes, it's a mango. And I go, a mango. How come I've never had a mango before? I've traveled all over Europe. I've been so many places in the world. How did I miss mangoes. But you know, I grew up in Idaho where we had a lot of potatoes, but no mangoes. <laughs> but it made me realize, you know, like, what else am I missing? I asked her, I go, where'd you get these? Did you import them from the Philippines? She goes, no, I got it at the grocery store. <laughs> I thought, where, like, how did I miss that? What am I passing by? What else am I passing by every day that could be amazing, wonderful, um, change my life, right? What people am I passing by that might be my next greatest colleague, my next greatest connection. You know, someone with so much wisdom that I'm just blowing by because I'm kind of naive. I just don't understand the value, the beauty of that person. So I'm not curious enough, right? Or what opportunities am I just blowing past? Because, you know, I know what I know. I'm naive to what I know. And I'm just not curious enough. And that goes back to you know, that childlike curiosity where we kind of wanted to know everything when you were young and then we shut down and start to go, oh, I don't need to know all of that. But we do. We need to open up. And as business owners and entrepreneurs, I mean, that is probably the most important quality that we can have is to ask tons of questions, be wildly curious about everything and ask about everything, because I promise you there's something we're missing. And that goes, you know, whether we're talking about dealing with our teams dealing with our clients um, or, you know, just dealing B2B, but it's with teams, you know, so often like when, when we're in charge um, we don't open up our teams enough. We don't open up to our teams and say, what feedback do you have? Do you like what I just proposed? And sometimes we're not humble or vulnerable enough to, to be able to, you know, allow that free flow discussion with our teams because we think, no, you know, I'm the boss. I, I need to have all the answers. And really that can hinder us so much as business owners. Um, so, you know, all those things are so important. There's so many areas that we can dive into with this book. That's why we love the book. And we covered all these topics. We covered career, um, asking in your career and business, asking in your health and wellness, asking in your personal relationships, 
and asking to fulfill your life purpose. Because at the end of the day, while we all want to be successful and make a lot of money, um, and that's great because the more money we make, the more good we can do. Um, there's nothing wrong with that. But you know, if you're not connected to that life purpose and you're not asking yourself, others, and God about that and how you fit in, you know, what is my role in in the kingdom? What is my role in the universe? Um, then we're probably not going to be the greatest expression we could potentially be. I absolutely love that story that you shared, Crystal. Like it gave me this visualization when you said about like, what else have I passed by like in the supermarket or just in life itself? I mean, it was such a great visual because I can so clearly remember when I went to buy my first car. It was back in 2002 and I just walked onto this lot and I saw this Nissan Altima and it was this new model. I was like, I've never seen a car this beautiful before. I've never seen this car before. It's amazing. And I bought it and I jumped in the car and I was driving down the road and I stopped at the stoplight, boom, to my left was a Nissan Altima. And then I drove a little bit further, took a right, and then in the driveway, boom, there was somebody's Nissan Altima. And I kept driving past. And I was just like, before I got home, I saw like 17 of these. I'm like, man, like these were all around me before, but like I've just kept going by and passing them up. And now this is the only thing I can see. It's just like this bias that we have of not knowing things before we know it. And then we just can't get it out of our mind or sight once we know it. And it's like, what are the things, Fire Nation, that you're just passing by because you're not aware and it's so much. And listen, when I go to restaurants, I ask the waiter for their favorite dish because they know the restaurant, they know the chef, the cook, and when they eat there, I want to know what they want. So when I interview authors, I ask them for their favorite stories within the book. So Mark, let's shift to you for the first in your favorite story from this book. Break it down for us. I'm going to use my own story. I was bankrupt. I don't know if you know that in 1974. I'd been I know that you decided to do all this because I listened to you on the values that you learned from Albert Einstein, yes. but Einstein's best student was my teacher, Dr. Buckminster Fuller, who I was a researcher. I get goosebumps telling you for seven years, I traveled with Dr. Fuller. I don't know if you know that name, but he invented geodesic domes, wrote 40 books, was an amazing guy, but I tried to be Dr. Fuller and I was building Wall Street Racquet Club, Botanica Gardens, aviaries, all at 26 but I did a mistake. I built out a plastic PVC polyvinyl chloride. Not that that matters, except the oil embargo hit and I crashed and burned so fast. Mm. I, I was out of money and didn't have anywhere to go. So I had to go to the library, literally, and check a book out of the library, How to Go Bankrupt by Yourself. Well, I'm despondent, disconsolate, depressed, want to kill myself. And for six months, I'm sleeping in a sleeping bag in front of another guy's room. And I'm sleepless at night and scared and, and fearful and, and going. And a lot of people listening are exactly that. And I kept asking myself, what am I supposed to do? Like we said, ask yourself, ask others and ask God. And I said, okay, God, what am I supposed to do? And, and it came to me that I was supposed to talk to people that care about things that matter that would make a life-changing difference. And, and I thought, wow. So I'm in Hicksville, Long Island, New York. I go to breakfast with my three roommates down in our little itty bitty kitchen. I say, boys, do you know anyone that's not a lawyer? I got to ask you, anybody not a lawyer, a doctor, a, a celebrity, a Broadway star that is making money and preferably somebody young. I said, yeah, I'm in real estate and there's a young kid out there a few years older than you. You'll love it. Here's my ticket. It was a miracle. It was a miracle, a miracle, a miracle. It gives me a ticket. I, I finally get clear on by asking what I want. Suddenly I'm in this guy's energy out in Hawpaw, Long Island, New York, Chip Collins. He later became my mentor and my best friend. But he mesmerized the audience, John, for three hours, at the end of which I asked him. I walk up to him, shake his hand. I said, I'm Mark Victor Hansen. I'd like to buy your lunch and learn how to do what you do. He said, look, kid, 
chance of you making it is one in a thousand. You ain't going to make it. But I'll tell you what to do if you stay out of real estate. I own the five boroughs here in New York. You do life insurance. And I'll tell you what to ask. But you're not going to make it. I got to keep telling you that. Well, sure enough, um, I did a thousand talks a year for the first three years in the business. And then people kept coming up and back to your question about story and saying, hey, do you have that story in a book? Because I'm a lifelong storyteller. And I said, uh, wow, they want a book. So the first book I did was Stand Up, Speak Out, and Win. And to little audiences, six people, 10 people, 20 people, up to 50 was the biggest. I sold in one year 20,000 copies at $10 each. I said, this isn't a New York Times bestseller, not a national bestseller, but it is my bestseller. And if you were in the front row, John, I'd say, I want to sign to you, your wife, your kids. And if you have a dog, I want to put your dog in. And they all laughed, thought it was funny. <laughs> and I sold 20,000 copies at $10 each. Entrepreneurs out there, listen close. I took in $200,000. Well, in 1974, that's like $2 million. Yeah, I was big. I, I got a new car. I got My life started to change for the better. And now I'm 312 books later and got another 300 I want to write before I'm, I'm going to live to be 127 with options for renewal. So I keep asking myself, what do I do to do better and contribute more and create more? And that's what an entrepreneur does. And that's why I love entrepreneurs. That is a fantastic story. And that's why I love stories. And Fire Nation, you've heard me say this before, but it's so true. Like when you tell a story, we lean forward, we listen. That's why history, his story. It's all about stories. That is what's brought humans together and going forward through all time. And Crystal, you have, I'm sure, a lot of stories you love within this book, but what's your favorite? I do have a lot of stories. We just have so many great stories in the book, John. And, and so I hope everybody gets it because each one provides just different value. And, and the thing about stories, like you said, is they become metaphors for our own lives. I mean, because our minds work in patterns. So a metaphor is like a pattern. So we actually learn very quickly from stories. That's the beauty of stories. Plus, there's always an emotional element because you're talking about human beings. So that emotion that we feel almost lays down more permanent memory. So it's just a wonderful way to learn. Um, but my one of my favorite stories in the book is the story of Lynn Marquis. And she's just... Um, a lovely woman. She, when she got out of high school or high school, she came out of college knowing that she wanted to go into the nonprofit space. Um, she loved it. It really called to her heart. So um, shortly after she decided to put together a summer camp for disadvantaged kids. And, you know, she knew that these parents um, didn't have the opportunity to send their kids to camp. You know, they just didn't have enough money. So she wanted to make this camp an incredible experience for these kids and make it, uh, you know, long enough to be meaningful so after she put together this fabulous camp, she needed to get funding. So she started approaching people and finally she was able to get an appointment with the wealthiest woman in her city who controlled a large family trust. And the day she showed up at the woman's office, she said, I was so scared to ask her. I was visibly shaking. She, she goes, there was no hiding it. So when I walked into her beautiful office, she goes, I just fessed up. She goes, I'm just really honored to meet you, but I'm really scared. So forgive me. You know, I'm a little shaky. And, and of course, the woman was really nice and gracious. She's like, oh, don't worry. You know, sit down. Let's have a conversation. Tell me what you have. So Lynn sat down with her and explained all the work she'd done to put this camp together, all the benefits, the great experience the children were going to have. And then so finally, the woman said, well, it sounds wonderful. How much money are you asking for? And again, Lynn became terrified. She <laughs> said, I was so scared. I started stuttering. She goes, uh, I'm asking for $5,000 because that's how much it takes to put one camper through. 
And the woman looked at her for a second and paused and said, okay, um, but how many children do you want to go through the camp this summer? And she said something like 285. And the woman said, okay, great. How much is that? Because I want to underwrite all of them. <laughs> and Lynn, <laughs> Lynn was dumbfounded. She goes, literally my jaw dropped. And she goes, uh, she, she was so unexpected. She goes, I don't know. Do you have a calculator? I need to add it up. The woman so far exceeded her request, you know, and just imagine, I mean, she was so terrified to go ask in the first place, but she did it. She went forward and she asked the question. And that's what we're telling people. Sometimes you are going to be afraid. You're going to feel that fear, but you have to just step on that fear. I love the visualization of literally just stepping on your fear with courage and crushing it because when you're willing to move forward and ask those questions um, that will make a difference in your life and other pe people's lives, you never know when that person's going to show up that might so far exceed your request, you know, and so it's worth, you have nothing to lose and everything to gain by learning to ask the right way. Fire Nation, $1.425 million was the check because she was able to make the ask. Although it was hesitant, she did make that ask. Now, Crystal, just because you're still on fire right now, let's start with you. Give us the one takeaway that you really want to make sure Fire Nation gets from our conversation today. Well, I want to make sure everyone knows that scientifically, you have every reason to ask because some people really, they're just so scared. But sometimes if you can give scientific evidence, it really helps people know that asking, you know, they're going to be okay if they ask for what, what they want in life. And so just when it comes to asking others, um, all the studies show that people going into that study felt like they would, if they asked for, you know, information, help, advice, things um, that they would be perceived as being, you know, stupid, ignorant, uninformed, or that they would be perceived as being pushy and obnoxious. Studies show all of that is not true. The opposite is true. That if you just are willing to reach out and ask someone, there's an 80% more likely chance you will get your request granted. Um, so literally, there's no reason not to do it. And the second part of those studies are show that if you're in a situation, a business situation or a personal setting, if you're the person who's willing to ask more questions and those deeper probing questions, to get to know somebody, you will be perceived as more likable, more likable in business and more likable in personal relationships. And in a dating study, it showed that you're more likely to get a second date by being a better question asker. So get this book, learn to be a master asker. We want to help you. We want to be your guide and we want to hear from you because it's that important for all of us to be the best we can be, especially now. Mark, let's move to you, brother. Give us your biggest takeaway that you want to make sure Fire Nation really gets from everything that we've talked about. Then follow that up with the best place that we can go to get the book, Ask. Thank you, John. We've been doing these podcasts because originally our publisher said, you know, the bookstores aren't paying their bills because they paid their rent and Amazon's the only place you're going to get the book. So I want everyone to go to Amazon. But before, here's what we've discovered in doing over 100 podcasts in the last five, six months. I want everyone to get a copy of Ask, but not one copy of Ask, The Bridge from Your Dreams, Your Destiny by Mark and Crystal Hansen, but get two and go over every question with another person, whether it's your spouse, whether it's your best friend, whether it's your business partner, mastermind partner, and go <laughs> over the questions until you find out how to overcome all the stuff that's not working in your life. And then what we want you to do is go to ask 
AskTheBookClub.com. And when you go to AskTheBookClub.com, it's free. We're going to train you how to become a master asker because just think what could happen if all of us lived up to our fullest potential. And the reason the subtitle has destiny in it is we believe it's everyone's job to find their destiny. And we think our question model technology modus operandi is the easiest, best, fastest way to fulfill your destiny. And and you've got one and we want to help you manifest it. Fire Nation, you're the average of the five people you spend the most time with. And hello, you've been hanging out with MVH, CDH, and JLD today. So keep up that heat. And if you head over to eofire.com and just type Mark in the search bar, the show notes page for this episode will pop up with all the links to everything, but your direct and strong call to action, Fire Nation. Visit askthebookclub.com and become a master asker. I love that phrase, become a master asker. Mark, Crystal, thank you for sharing your knowledge, your time, your value with Fire Nation today. For that, we salute you and we will catch you both on the flip side. Thank Thank you, you, John. We loved every minute. Thanks so much. Hey, Fire Nation. Today's value bomb content was brought to you by Mark and Crystal. Wow. Fire Nation. My first traditionally published book, my first, not my 312th like Mark's, is hitting the shelves March 23rd of 2021, and I'm so fired up about it to say the very least. The title is The Common Path to Uncommon Success, your roadmap to financial freedom and fulfillment. So Fire Nation pre-orders are everything, and if I've given you value over the years, it would mean the world if you would head over to my pre-order page to lock in your own copy or copies. Um, If you do pre-order, I have some sweet bonuses and extras for you and your loved ones. Head over to UncommonSuccessBook.com. UncommonSuccessBook.com. I'll catch you there or I'll catch you on the flip side. Looking for a business coach who has helped thousands of entrepreneurs just like you to increase their profitability by an average of 104% per year, all for less money than it would cost to hire a full-time minimum wage employee? Schedule your free consultation today with Clay Clark, a former Small Business Administration Entrepreneur of the Year at thrivetimeshow.com slash fire. Thrivetimeshow.com slash fire. Would you be fired up with an e-commerce business generating 10K per month? Well, today's sponsor, Quantify, wants to help you get there. Quantify provides end-to-end e-commerce training and support, and if you're accepted into their partner program, your success and revenue is guaranteed. Apply today at quantify.com. That's Q-W-A-N-T-I-F-Y dot com.